0: And we welcome you to episode 10.
1: How do you view friendship?
0: Make friends, make friends, never, never 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 break break friends. Friends.
1: I truly believe some friends are for a season and some friends are forever. But who you allow to influence Mm. your life and who you pour into is really, really key.
0: Friendships help create the environment from which healthy things grow. A little bit stalkerish. <laughs>
1: Let's be honest.
0: Leanne That's why is we watching. like it. Who sharpens you? Yeah. Who do you sharpen?
1: Friends are about getting a community.
0: Welcome back to the Winning Life podcast. My name is Gareth Morgan. I'm
1: Leanne Morgan.
0: And we welcome you to episode 10
1: double figures.
0: Yes, we've reached double figures and we are still going, we're still enthusiastic and we can't wait to share this conversation with you.
1: Yep, and thank you if you've listened to every single one of those 10 yes. episodes, we appreciate Hardcore our listeners. Lear- uh, listening community. So, yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. And if this is your first, then of course you can go back and listen to previous conversations. We like to think that we are dealing with questions that shape our everyday lives you know we we are the winning life podcast this is about setting you up to win to fulfill your potential and so we're looking at principles and questions in every episode that are like keys, aren't they, yes, Leanne?
1: Absolutely. And talking about keys, you're uh, good at losing yours, aren't you? <laughs> well, that's
0: yeah, I'm and I guess I'm reminded of the importance of keys because yes, I keep exactly losing them. You know, you because if you don't have the keys, you can't go anywhere.
1: That is very very true.
0: And uh, I all and I always lose them when I then really need to get away from somewhere or I really need to get to some place. It's true. never when it's just kind of one of those days where I don't really have to be anywhere. Mm, Why right. is that?
1: I don't know. I don't lose my keys often enough to uh, to think about it. I mean, I do occasionally, but you are renowned for losing your yeah, keys. Yeah, I
0: lose keys. You lose handbags with keys. All right. With AirPods, with wallet or purse, with other That was e- one items. occasion. <laughs> that was one occasion. Touché. It
1: was one occasion and it dropped out of the car unknowingly so that's in my defense you however will <laughs> just put your keys down in in loads of different places not thinking See, so yeah there's a little hook that we have for you to put them on no this is
0: what this isn't yeah but it's rarely in this house it's more when yeah, we are true. in other people's houses yeah. <laughs> they don't provide me with a hook for my keys maybe I need to make that a prerequisite to me. I will only come around your house if you have a little hook for my keys. keys and uh yeah uh, so <laughs> but yeah I lose my keys but Keys, keys are, are essential to get you places yeah. and get you into somewhere. And so principles are exactly the same. In fact, yeah. I wrote a book called The Winning Keys. And so if this is your first time listening to this podcast, then that maybe that's a good kind of opportunity just to say, you know, one of the things that we do, we take principles from the Bible, which for us is our framework of belief. It is, you know, for us, it's God's word. It's what mm-hmm. steers and guides us. Yeah. And I like to talk about the fact that the Bible can, in one sense, be used by everybody as a code for success. There are principles, there are sayings in there that people use not knowing it's from the Bible and, you know, would say, it's something that is an important part of their life you know such as do unto others as you would have them do unto you people quote that don't they all the time don't realize yeah. it's in the bible absolutely yeah. and uh, so you can use it as a code of success and that will have a benefit in your life you know because they're principles they work uh, but then there's another kind of gear that it moves to mm. which for us is actually it's what i call a covenant in other words it's about relationship yeah it's about Yes, there's the principles, but then there's the person behind the principles, God himself who created us. So for us, those keys are keys that God who created us has given to us and essentially said, well, I've made you and I'll show you how you work best. He doesn't impose himself. He doesn't force himself. He's given us free will, which some might say, well, might not be a great idea (laughs) knowing the choices that some of us, including myself, can make, Mm. but that's relationship, isn't it? It's yeah. trust, it's choice. And so, yeah, we, keys are important, and keys is part of the, the book, Winning Keys. And that book particularly is, has included in it all of the, the kind of keys that we look to in the Bible. And, uh, and you can take a look at that. And if you're not a, a Christian, then you know, out of curiosity, you might want to go and have a look at that. But these are principles that can work uh, for everyone, but they can also take you to a whole new stratosphere. Uh, when we kind of look at them through the lens of a relationship.
1: And the Winning Keys book is very good. It's not about actual keys, how to keep hold of them. Um, No, I've not written that book
0: yet. (laughs) Maybe I need to buy that book. You definitely
1: don't qualify for that. Anybody Um, written a book on how
0: to remember your keys?
1: I think it's quite simple. Don't think you need a book.
0: No, but somebody actually bought me a a key finder um, for Christmas, but I lost it. (laughs)
1: why does that not surprise me well shall we move on to today's question just oh, before we do oh, actually i, saw something I lost come into it your but mind.
0: also it was a bit pointless because right. you whistle and then it makes a noise <laughs>
1: you i can't, can't whistle, whistle.
0: <laughs> i'd like i'd like have to i'd be lost it <laughs> i mean you you're a great whistler um so i'd be fine if you were there but um i can't whistle so wow, I, i'm nice lost so that
1: i'm good for something anyway let's
0: move on because that's a pointless <laughs> conversation
1: So the question for episode 10 is a really good one. I'm looking forward to this conversation. How do you view friendship? How do you view friendship?
0: And it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think uh, some people, and I I would say this is particularly challenging for me because some people can naturally be more independent.
1: Mm. Yeah. And, that's
0: true. you know, I guess if you're an introvert versus an extrovert, mm-hmm. obviously the difference between the two, the kind of definition that's been given, which I find really useful and helpful, is extroverts find their energy from people, introverts get their energy away from people.
1: Or they need to spend time on their own in order to be with other people.
0: Exactly. But yeah. nevertheless, we need people. Yeah. But uh, needing people and then friendship. Again, they are two different things, because there's uh, you can be surrounded by people but not actually have friends. Mm. And so how do you view friendship in the light of a winning life? Can you have a winning life and just have colleagues and not friends? Can you have a winning life and not have that close friendship where somebody really gets, you know to, to see you? What's and all you know ca- can you can you achieve that without friendship or actually is friendship an integral part of the path to success significance and and having that impact that you're capable of so this is it this mm-hmm. is a big question
1: it is. And it goes right through to, I think, when you start school as a child or when you, you know, you learn how to make friends and it's difficult. And as a parent, you watch your child going off into the playground. You're like, oh, they're going to be lonely. What was that
0: phrase that you used to sing? Make friends, make friends, never, never, never break, break friends. friends.
1: If you do, you'll catch the flu and that will be the end of you. Wow.
0: That was pre-COVID. <laughs>
1: that was, that's what that we was, used to say in.
0: That was pre-COVID, in, um, wasn't it? So It was uh, it's pretty
1: awful, really, Yeah, it is. It?
0: All, all nursery rhymes all, tended or they've all to got end in Something death or dark behind quite, yeah them, haven't dark. They? yeah the things we allowed or even we, we celebrated our kids singing those things very but, strange but that anyway. that
1: kind of thing that you used to say with your friend you know they make friends make friends never never break friends it was kind of a threat more than a covenant mm. <laughs> wasn't it it was yes. like it's
0: like, you, like a contract
1: Don't you dare betray me you know um but you learn early on very early on again whether you're shy whether you're an extrovert whether you're just you know whatever He learned how to make friends and some find that easier than others. Yeah. And obviously source of kind of lots of problems in school are down to bullying and the lack of friends. And that's very, very sad. But we kind of think that that ends in school, that you know, the bullying, the friendship thing, that's all done with now. Then you go, maybe you go to uni or you go and get a job or whatever and get married, have family, etc. And you think, oh, that's that's the end of that. I would like to say that's the beginning of it because mm. actually that's been your learning, your, your literal training ground, the playground yep. or where you got to meet people at a social, you know, sports club, or whatever. That was your training ground for the rest of your life because um, friends, if we're not careful in friendship, we can view it in a way that's unhealthy that it's all about what it does for me. Um, whereas really, we, I think we need to flip that round. And when we see people and friends and the importance of them more for who, not what they do for me, but how we can work together and, and what I can do for them, it cho- totally changes things. Thrown in there, of course, with the whole friendship thing, is that I truly believe some friends are for a season And some friends are forever. Either way, it doesn't matter. They're still important.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think at the very lowest level, people would say, you know, when you have a friendship, it does something for you. Yeah. There is obviously an emotional benefit when you have a a friend. Mm. And like you said, at school, very often you would make a friend, especially when you first start, ...as a form of of security.
1: Absolutely. You know, I don't
0: want to be on my own, you know, when I walk into a strange place. If I can anchor myself to somebody that that kind of will recognise me, Mm. it becomes that...
1: It's a point of security. It is a
0: point of security. That's why people, and I've seen this, so let's go to adults, when you go into a room full of people and you don't know anybody... What's the thing that people do? You know, if they if they're in there, they don't know anybody. They'll go to their phone. Mm, yeah, they'll call somebody that they do know. In other words, let me find that anchor point that brings a sense of security. So, I think in its basic form, friendship creates a sense of security, mm. a sense of acceptance. But if we leave it there, then then we really haven't got to the heart Absolutely. of the design yeah. of friendship, the purpose of friendship. And so, you know, the next level, I guess, would be, you know, f- the interaction of friendship where there's fun, there's enjoyment, there's sharing, there's caring for one another. So there's that kind of, you know, the Bible will talk about filial uh, love. In other words, Brightly. it's one in which is mm. is mutually beneficial, okay, and, and and we benefit from it. So again, that is a deeper level. But we're going to talk about the levels that go even beyond that because mm. I think, If you leave it at those two levels, then people, and myself included, who naturally can do life alone, and I say can, as in not should. No, no, but um, you... But can, I can get along, you know, make a level of progress by myself. But what we're going to learn is you are limited. Yes. And you will be limited uh, if you accept that as, well, I, I don't have friends, I don't need people as friends, mm. uh, you know, yeah, I'll have colleagues, I'll have clients, I'll have even neighbors, but ultimately I don't need to go to any depth of relationship. Actually, what you're going to discover, or and uh, you may already know and you may already have that kind of deep awareness of this, mm. but I'm going to remind you that y- this is going to stop progress for you. And ultimately, it's also going to mean you're not going to be fulfilled because linked to friendship is fulfillment.
1: Yeah. And I think as you become older, you um, you have to become or you have to get wisdom over who those friends are as well, because it's not just about letting anybody, um, you know, into your life. I think when I go right back to my very first day at school when I was four years old, I made a friend. And maybe she's listening to this. Who knows? Hey, Um, friend. I won't give you a name because that'll be embarrassing. It it wasn't imaginary either. She did exist. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you know what? And it's unusual, but we were best of friends until we left school, um, kind of at GCSEs. And we stayed in touch and and we're still kind of friends on Facebook and stuff. But really, um, we were kind of inseparable in one way in the early years like you said for those levels of kind of security when we went to the playground we were good at the same things we both enjoyed the same subjects I was very kind of lucky in that sense that I had that um and we we spent social time together as well but I think then going into into adult life and obviously we we got married and moved away and kind of lives take different paths when you're a child you're thrown in um together over circumstance, you're in the same class, your same sports group, or whatever that might be, the same camp that you went to, or whatever, you, you're kind of thrown into that. But as you uh, go into adulthood and you're looking at your life, I think it's far more important to be choosy. Now, when I say that, it's not that you kind of go, don't like you and get rid of you, I'm never speak to you again, but who you allow to influence mm-hmm. your life and who you pour into is really, really key because advice and this is the kind of thing that doesn't really happen growing up so much when you're a kid um, because it is it is on a very superficial level um but the advice that you get the the environments that you're in with those people literally shape you what you immerse Mm -hmm. yourself in is what you become so if you're in an unhealthy friendship where it's it's kind of one-sided or whatever that is not not good not helpful and, and it's not that you kind of maybe is it have to cut them off but it could be more that you just got to be really wise and get some wisdom on who the friends you're going to have and i think in proverbs it talks about it's better to have a few good friends than just to be in the company of loads of different people yeah it's, it's proverbs
0: eighteen twenty four. it says a man of and obviously a man is a man or a woman yeah. of many companions yes. may come to ruin but yeah. there is a friend who sticks closer closer than than a a brother. brother. And I think you're absolutely right. It's actually, this isn't about quantity. Mm -hmm. This is about quality.
1: Yeah. Hi everybody and welcome to The Winning Life TV. Thank you for tuning in. And hopefully you've been listening to all the episodes so far, but we don't want to just Talk at you, we want to have a conversation with you. So we want to share something really exciting that is coming up and we're inviting you to it. Now, Gareth, tell us what is happening on February the 20th.
0: On February the 20th, Liam, we're going to have an online environment where we talk about the MVP plan and the MVP journey that we are encouraging people to get on board with. Many people have downloaded the MVP plan and may look at it and think, okay, this is a really useful tool, Mm. but how do I really take it and maximise it and help me to break out of that repeating pattern that's stopping me making progress in my personal or professional life?
1: That's good. So if someone's listening to this and thinking, okay, great, is this for me? Who is it for?
0: This is for anybody who is hungry to grow, humble to learn, and wants to become the MVP in their environment, in the space where they operate day in, day out. In other words, that person who stands out so that they can start to shape and influence that arena to produce positive outcomes, to produce great results. And so we want you, if you believe in your heart that you are an MVP, you have an aspiration to achieve great things, then we want you to be in this environment.
1: So how is it gonna work? people might be thinking is it in person is it online what's the setup
0: so we're going to be on zoom and we are going to have that environment where we can interact where we can break down into groups and so we're going to introduce you into that environment and explain how it's going to be a regular environment going forward that people can be part of because we really believe that there is more in you than you think But we all need somebody to help draw that out of us. And that's what the environment is for.
1: Well, I'm really excited to be there. I can't wait to start it. So come and join us on Monday, 20th February. All the details of how you can sign up for this will be uh, at thewinninglife.tv. Make sure you're there. We'll be there. We're excited to start this community. So see you soon yeah absolutely and
0: the, the difference so let me ask you a question Leanne, what yeah. do you think is the difference between a companion so mm. when that proverb says companion and, and a, a friend who is closer than a brother what's the difference there so that we can maybe do a little bit of a relational stock check on yeah. okay like have I just got lots of companions mm. you know or have I got that the, the kind of friendship that I actually need
1: yeah. Companions are good. You know, we all want to share life with people. We want to share jokes. We want to have fun. I believe that we're created for that. I think if the moment we go, oh, you know, I don't need that and become too serious. I don't think we're fully experiencing our created purpose because Jesus had friends. Jesus, you know, who is our ultimate model in life. He had friends. He had close friends. Um, But you see, there there's a difference between he had friends... That, that he would go and spend lots of time with and eat with, but then he had a few that he allowed in close. And this is the son of God mm. who ultimately could have said, I don't need anybody. Yeah. Um, but he knew the importance of allowing certain people. So I think the difference is, yeah, have have friends, have kind of, um, what's the word, Associ- associate, associates or you have acquaintances. acquaintances is another word I'm kind of looking for. But anyway, people that you kind of spend time with, that you know, go out with, have a laugh with, But then really the one that sticks closer than the brother, I would talk about shared values. Those who actually you add to each other's Mm. life, that you actually grow, that actually they knock sharp edges off you, but you do the same for them. You know that their word to you that is kind of hurts, but is truthful, is there out of love and vice versa. It's the kind of person that you know if you have a deep, problem that they're not going to be thinking about themselves they're going to be thinking about you and vice versa mm. it all comes down to i would even say perhaps a coaching relationship yeah where you are not trying to outdo one another but you're literally cheering one another on that's <laughs> the difference and they're difficult to find uh,
0: well i guess they are difficult to find because anything of quality is not yeah. common yeah. you know so i think but absolutely they are there and and you know you have to believe that there are people who you can surround yourself with which i think is really important that leanne said have shared values which is absolutely key because that's the compatibility mm-hmm. that's the uh, that's the emulsifier that brings you together because you can have you can have uh, people that have you know similar interests and have you know similar tastes But actually, if there's even a value that is not congruent, Mm. there'll always be that jarring. And maybe you're listening to this, and maybe there's something in a relationship right now, and you can't put your finger on what... There's a blockage. And because everything else seems to stack up, you know, in the same sector, career path, geography, street, whatever it is, you know, there's so many similarities that it should all work, but something... Isn't working, or it did work, but it isn't now. At some point, a value has changed or yeah. it's been switched, and and there's an incompatibility. And again, I think, like you said, Leanne, there's friendships are willing to have the conversations that companions mm. don't. Yes. If, if somebody's a companion, then I would probably remain quiet when I see them potentially going to make a poor choice or decision because i don't have the level of relationship Mm. i haven't been given the permission either
1: no absolutely to
0: to to speak and to you know challenge but we need those people and i think it was oscar wilde who said good friends don't stab you in the back they stab you in the front yeah in other words we do need people who help us to cut things out of our lives that are that are that are going to harm us we all have blind spots where we need somebody to say, hey, turn, quick, look what's coming, you know, and, and you're about to make a, a poor choice. Poor choice yeah. We need those people. And so, again, that's the shift now. The, the, the person who's going to win in life recognizes that friendships actually become like soil. Mm. So we often talk, don't we, Leanne, about the soil and the seed it's a great analogy obviously it's a it, it's a, an analogy that's worked for many many thousands of years yeah and you know you need you can have a great seed and the seed we often talk about in terms of vision mm. future like what is it that w- i want to see happen you can have a fantastic seed but if you've got poor soil okay you, then you are not going to see that seed bear its potential yep. it will remain unrealized it will stay in that seed, yeah, or it will die early it won't go to full fruition so you have a great vision but you need to have the soil and friendships help create the environment from which healthy things grow
1: yeah and i think we're in an age where this is quite um uh, it's it's a difficult subject in one sense because even the idea of friends has changed. For example, you have friends on Facebook. You have friends who follow you on social media, and in inverted commas, um, who aren't friends at all. In fact, I've got more friends on Facebook that I've never met <laughs> or that I've met once than actual real friends. Um, so I think... And I talked about this in the previous episode about success. The word success has been kind of kind of reduced down to something. I think the word friends has been reduced down to something in today's society because of things like Facebook, Instagram, mm. TikTok, Snapchat, whatever else. That we can go into this mindset of friends is the number of people I know online. I don't think we're created for that. I'm quite certain they are good things to have and and yes, we need to kind of it's great to have a community online. Love all that. I'm I'm not saying that's bad, but if that's our only interaction and our only community, we are on dodgy ground Mm. because we are wired for connection with other human beings. That is our I truly believe that, that that is our our created design. God saw, looked at Adam and saw that it was not good that he was on his own. He looked at creation, he was good, but it was not good that he was alone. So he created Eve and there was companionship at the deepest level there um, or friendship, I should say, relationship. And so humans need other humans. So I think society has kind of reduced down the whole friends thing to just people that I've met once or yeah they see and it's funny you know um when you meet up with people that you've perhaps not seen for years I feel like I know them because I'm watching what they have for breakfast, I'm seeing them out on their run, I'm looking at their photos of their family and their kids, I might have never seen them. Uh, it's
0: a little bit stalkerish.
1: <laughs> Let's be honest
0: Leanne that's why we watching. like it it's
1: true, that's why we like it Though we, we want to see, you know I'm less interested in the information posts, I want to see what they're having for tea Um you know why do people sit for hours on tea watching people just cook in their kitchen or having a conversation about what they've done with their kids today it, I find it brilliant but at the same time really sad that that is what it's reduced to That actually I'm going to watch you because I haven't got the energy to go and make friends so I'm just going to watch you to fill my emotional tank for five minutes but actually it leaves you feeling really empty we've just come out of um 23 days of kind of a fasting time in our church where okay we might not have given up food for that whole time but you know there'd be something that you kind of really depend on that we've that we've put to one side for those three and a bit weeks and I put aside social media um not on a professional level we were still posting stuff um but purely on a personal level for that time because I've I found that opening that fills it my emotional tank for five minutes but then it made me feel terrible because that's not my real community. Mm. Those people cannot influence my life in a good way. Mm. They cannot speak directly into my situation. They don't have shared shared values. I might just like looking at what they're doing. So we have to be careful that we're not replacing that with, with what actually yeah, you know, is designed and destined for us um, because friends are about getting a community.
0: And I think it is that... It's the level of interaction, isn't it? Mm. So like you've just said, you can watch and observe. And I think that's where kind of, and, and even work alongside. And that's the level where you get to kind of companion, that kind of companion level. Yeah. But really friendship is the level of intimacy, the level of interaction and again, a couple of kind of keys here, you know, Proverbs twenty-seven, seventeen says iron sharpens iron mm. and one person sharpens another. In other words, it's that if you think uh, iron sharpens iron, iron doesn't sharpen iron by just b- sitting in parallel next to each, mm. it. you know, a, an iron bar next to an iron bar. It, it's the interaction. It's yeah. the coming together. And again, you know, that iron sharpens iron. It's not just like, you know, sitting there saying, oh, you're wonderful. No, you're wonderful. No, you're fantastic. It's not just saying nice things. It's actually sharpening one of them. Sharpening actually... can be conflict. Yes, Mm. it can be encouraging, um, but it can be challenging Mm. as well. And, you know, because for me, encouragement and challenging behaviour are two sides of the same coin. Again, if it's done in love and with a sense of for the person's best. So, again, it's that level of interaction. So, my question to you right now is who sharpens you? Yeah. Who do you sharpen? If you say, well, right now, Gareth, I can't actually think of anybody. Well, maybe this needs to become your challenge. Yeah. Just like it becomes our challenge, you know, we have to keep challenging ourselves because, like Leanne said, sometimes certain relationships are for seasons. And so, therefore, it's about, okay, who are the people that need to challenge me and shape me and me, them? in this next season. So mm-hmm. we can never say it's a tick box, I've done it. So there's that level of interaction. Again, another key It's from Ecclesiastes in the Bible where it talks, now this verse is talking about kind of um relationship in terms of, of marriage, but I think the principle still is the mm. same. It talks about um a three-chord strand is not easily broken. Now that's talking about the, the the kind of third strand being, or the first strand being uh, God, yeah. and then the other two people being wrapped around. So again, you know, you, you could incorporate what Leanne's saying into that, as in, because, you know, God represents values, mm. and it's the two people yeah. who wrap themselves around those values, and obviously you can take that then to actually the person of who God is. But again, it's the, think about it, three strands alongside each other. There's not... There isn't strength. No. It's the interweaving that produces Mm. the strength. And then when that is tested, think about uh, um, a rope or string being taught, that's when the strength is proven. And so there will be times of testing where you are going to need and I am going to need that that healthy friendship group who are willing to hold me accountable and me them for the sake of a greater goal. Mm. We need it. If we're going to win and if we're going to truly fulfill our potential to bring our highest and best contribution to this world,
1: yeah. And, you know, just to encourage some of you might be listening to this because for different reasons you feel lonely. Mm. Um, You know, there's that phrase that leadership is lonely, you know, um, which. In some ways it is when you are kind of spearheading things, if you are trying to make things work. Sometimes people won't always understand what you're doing. And um, there is a point where sometimes you kind of stand or feel that you're standing alone. But that shouldn't become our bitter excuse to not be meeting with people and have friends. Or you might just be saying right now. I don't have any friends right now. I feel really lonely. When we first moved to London in uh, 2014, we knew nobody in the area where we were living. Not not anyone. It was just our, us five. I was in one of the busiest kind of crowds you could ever be in, in terms of lots of people in a city. And I knew no one. And I felt really lonely. And I think that loneliness, it can make you feel sick spiritually yep. emotionally make you feel unwell because we are need. we need to be with people so I want to encourage you that that if you're feeling lonely today like you're saying I'm on my own is it just because you are kind of spearheading something that you're the head of your company or your home or your marriage or whatever and you feel kind of on your own with that keep going but don't use that as an excuse to kind of pull away from looking for other friends Or if you are genuinely, you don't have anyone right now, now's a good time, you make the first move. Mm. You go and seek out some of those people who are like-minded, who have shared values, and it can be just go and grab a cup of coffee, go and get a meal with somebody, do something like that, that, where you're going to instigate something. And it's so important. Who knows that that other person might be looking for someone to have a coaching conversation Be vulnerable with that person when you feel that they've earned that. But I think that that's really key, that we learn to not just sit there and say, oh, I feel lonely. Go and find people. It could start with a shared interest. It could be at a sports club. It could be at a tea afternoon, whatever it might be. But go and find those people, because everyone will find somebody who they can really spend time with and and get close to.
0: And through the winning life and through the winning community that we're building again we want to try and create an environment and and as we go there will be different environments that we will create both online and in person and again maybe you've been listening for a few episodes or even if this has been your first episode but something resonates something Mm. says you know the these people what they're saying i connect to it and you know well listen make sure that you connect to us Go to the website www.thewinninglife.tv, and there are opportunities for you to become part of a conversation where you can interact, not just listen, not just observe, not yeah. just watch, but have that level of interaction that can help you get clarity, clarity on those values. Because maybe you don't know what your values are. Maybe you know you have them, but you couldn't articulate them. So, again, like we can help you with this and want to help you and serve you. So go and find out. Remember, there is more in you than you think. And taking on these challenging questions helps to draw it out. From me, Gareth Morgan, take care.
1: And from me, Leanne, take care. See you soon. We hope that you enjoyed that episode. And if you enjoyed it, please go and subscribe over on all of our channels on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And not forgetting your favourite podcast platform. And if you head over to TheWinningLife.tv, you'll be able to find all the resources available to you. Gareth has written several books, which will help you on your discovery to building stronger and better lives. Come and join us for the next episode.